Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is October 2nd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. On to quarter four. This is the, you know, this is the best time of year for sports. We got, we got basketball gearing up now. What's your favorite month of the year? Ooh. Not necessarily for sports in general. Probably September. September's up there, I think. October's nice because you get the baseball element. If your team's in it, there's no better postseason. October is very strong. September this year is a little hot for my liking. But. The thing it, with September in Chicago is the best month, and then October gets a little dicey. But if you're a little south of us, like you are in DC, October would, is probably like our September. Yeah. So you know, like the thing, it's kind of sad because like I. Uh, I'm now like I see the end, and uh, I'm I'm about to be just in in purgatory for uh, six months, where I literally won't be able to do anything. <laughs> That's you make that sound much more depressing than it is. Oh, it's extraordinarily fun. depressing. Chicago's a fun place. Plenty yeah. of establishments you can duck into. Yeah, but that's all you can do. You can only drink. (laughs) (laughs) It's an awful place to live for six (laughs) months of the year. And we are almost there. That's when I get particularly snarky. (laughs) Uh, October. I I think it's my favorite now. Um, All right, let's get to it. We are recording this early, just as a full disclosure, earlier on Tuesday. Then uh, so we don't have any featured groups yet, or you know, fan vote Friday, all that stuff. But going a little early in case there's any breaking news on Tuesday night, um, it will not be discussed here. We missed the breaking news on Sunday night. I know. Do you How about just that? Dive into that before we do schedule or anything. This is not well. this non-issue. <laughs> this you know everybody was telling us that that. You know, drivers well, not, don't, don't not matter. Not our listeners. Not our listeners. Just maybe, you know, some you know, players, people. other media. This is yeah. going to be a big deal. This no, is this nothing. is nothing. Negligible. Know? Distances. I read another thing in the article today, in an article that said, you know, most insiders all agree that, like, the distance gains and lost are negligible. I was like, well, maybe that's the fucking problem, man. Just like everybody's in insider. Everybody's in this every, bubble. every insider is getting paid by equipment companies. So right. Keep Why in mind. Just... Keep in mind that maybe. is a you know. They, maybe we need I, to get to the outside and just see how this looks objectively. It's just you know, hey. Your driver is either legal or illegal, or why don't we just not make them up to the line to the point where, you know, you hit it 10 times and it's illegal. So, all right, should we get to the news right away? Let's just get into it. Yeah, I want to talk about it. This is nothing. It's not a big deal. The US, the, the British Open, you know, Port Rush, just kind of a, a one-off. It's not a thing. It was fluky. The machine there was broken, right? Isn't that what we were told? Yeah, the the machine. This they called into question the tester again. <laughs> well, I'm getting that too now. I'm getting that response too. Even so, all right. The news is at least five players allegedly. This is a story from Reuters. How about that? Reuters Exa- that's what I'm saying. Involved. Like, think about this. This is a big deal. This is this is whether you like it or not. Like whether the player knows it or not. This is literal mechanical doping. This is a big deal. I love, I love that Reuters, as far as I know, they don't have like a beat reporter or are regularly covering golf. Like, I, I need like ProPublica to get involved in this. I need maybe the Boston, you know, the movie Spotlight. Mm-hmm. 
maybe get the spotlight team involved. You know, come on, it's a downtime in our country for investigative reporting. I don't like. Let's get. They, we need to bring some of these. I think the PGA Tour should be worried that maybe the heavy maybe, hitters. What about what about Aaron Brockovich? Get a class action going. <laughs> so this is Reuters jumping in the fray that five tour pros at the Safeway Open were found to have drivers whose spring-like effect was outside the USGA limit. I'll tell I you like, what. This like is a what, big story for anybody that do, isn't in the golf world. But in the golf world, it's like, hush, hush, this is a non... How many times has it been said this is a non-story? Negligible. Well, I just... uh, We were copied on a tweet in response to Kyle Porter, who said, like, feels like this should be a story story that's a bigger deal than it currently is. And tour pro Jimmy Stanger, who I feel like I've heard good things about. Yeah, he played at Virginia. Really good player. Right. He's on the web, I think, for next year. Yeah. his response to Kyle, which we were then tagged in, because I don't know why we're you know tagged about. I guess we're the, we're the vigilantes that love talking about non-conforming drivers. But this is Jimmy Stainer's response. As players, we have no idea if our drivers are conforming, comforting is what. He, but I think that's a typo. Autocorrect. Comforting or not, we simply play what our reps give us. That's the problem. Who are these? These refs could be as unscrupulous as, you know, anybody out there. Plus, over time, a conforming driver can become not forming as the driver face wears out. Hashtag non-story. Non-story. All you know, right. this is uh, Will Knight's reply to you. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Sorry. I've been he said, dropping. it's a fun excuse, Brendan. He said, and he, and he snipped a, uh, a story from... Barry Bonds said that, to his knowledge, Anderson had only given him legal drugs to treat his arthritis and fatigue, which were especially bad when the Giants had to play a day game after a night game. He said the trainer brought the substances to the Giants clubhouse where Bonds would use them. To his knowledge. I'm retweeting it right now, live on there. Like this is exciting stuff. Uh, Seems like Barry Barry Bonds and these players are in the same situation. Like what the hell? You can't just say like we just play what I what my rep gives me. Like I think as a professional golfer and the you know the gentleman's game, you know this integrity is of utmost concern and uh, all that you play it as it lies and we're supposed to be held to a higher standard than I don't know other sports. At least that's what these kind of you know highfalutin talking points are um just saying oh i just play whatever he gives me isn't really i mean ignorance of the rules is no excuse right or ignorance of whatever whatever you're putting in your hands is no excuse in my opinion i uh i put up a a tweet for mailbag questions yeah and i got a lot of uh i got a lot of questions about the driver thing yeah, I'm one sure. of them was really good. It What's was a like, odd story. Nobody's talking about it, right? You you got a lot of questions. Um, nobody cares. Nobody nobody cares that you know. It it seems like about twenty five percent of the tour is using illegal drivers. <laughs> Just not a big story though. So well, one uh one guy tweeted like, "What should be the penalty for non conforming driver?" Since there is none right now, so right. it doesn't right. really matter. There's no repercussion to right. cheating. I mean, these aren't even, we haven't even gotten to it yet, but yeah, you're not even supposed to find out. There's no even public shame in it. So uh, what is the, the thing? And I, I think they should look at like what other leagues do for PEDs. To me, this is the same level crime. Whether they know or not, I'm not saying that these players knowingly know, but it's literally playing with an advantage that's illegal like it's the same same thing in my eyes from a from like how you should hand out penalties i guarantee no one will have illegal drivers if you took to like hey you're suspended three months first time oh my god you're suspended six second time and third you're banned like that's so what is that that's baseball it seemingly stopped baseball PED use, right? Uh, yeah, or or it certainly 
made forced the guys to get more creative with how they were doping or getting around the rules. I, I, but I think it has. It has certainly cut back on whatever they were doing. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. like we aren't seeing guys hitting seventy home runs anymore. Unless the balls are juiced, the right? balls might be juiced, but that's a, uh, that's a whole another story. You know what the worst thing about this whole driver thing is? What? One of the guys caught got popped for a second time. All right, so let's do it real quick. Let me just, because I haven't gotten to it. We keep getting sidetracked. Five players, it says, are, oh, quote, believed to have drivers that did not pass the test. Corey Connors, Jason Duffner, Mark Hubbard, Robert Streb, and Michael Thompson. So again, like, not necessarily all the biggest hitters on tour. Like, this is everywhere, right? It runs the gamut of styles of play, uh, manufacturers, like, this is a major issue. So those are your five names. What was your point you were just making? That I, I believe that one this of is, these players this is significant. was hit for a second time. They were one of the players hit during the Open Championship and then were hit this week. So the question, as we talked about numerous times, did he just put the driver back in the bag? Right. I think he did. I think he just put the nonconformer back in the bag. There's no penalty. Or give me give me one that's a facsimile of that. Whatever that was, make that again for me. And it's just go right back to it. That's the thing. And now now that he's failed, you know, are does he free and clear to think he won't, won't be tested? Five, six. Like it should be happening on every tee box. Not every, I mean, every round. Yeah. Every tee box. Every tee box. <laughs> Brendan wants to check in just in case, <laughs> just in case a fan's carrying around a head, popping over to the caddy. <laughs> I think that would be taking the conspiracy a little bit, a little bit too far. They have the big board on every tee box. The, the pass fail, the poop emoji, or whatever we were talking about the last time. But, yeah, I so five guys right away. I think what did they say? Thirty players were going to be tested per event. Is that is that the number? Thirty, yeah. So five, at least five, at are least believed to have drivers. So I think like where we're at is that every player's toting this company line of I don't know how am I supposed to know, it's you not know. A story. And I think where we have to get to is what baseball went through with the PDs. I don't know. I don't know what, you know, the trainer yeah. told me it was conforming. The equipment yeah. rep told me it was conforming. It wasn't a P, you know, wasn't a PD, wasn't a hot driver. What we have to get to is the players need to be held accountable for right. what goes in their bag. Well, this isn't about the players, Andy. You want oh, to hear of course not. Tyler Dennis. This is uh, PGA Tour Senior Vice President of, of Operations. Couldn't be about the players. No, we really want this to be about the driver models currently being played on the PGA Tour, not the players. We have seen evidence of some models that over time are starting to creep over the limit. The only way to understand what's happening is the test drivers that are actually being played on tour. Uh, so this isn't really about the players. Here's, here's a similar statement to Golf Channel. While the testing program will test the clubs in use by players on the PGA Tour out of necessity, it is important to note that the focus of the program is not on the individual player, but rather on ensuring conformity level of each club model and type throughout the season. So this is about clubs, just clubs. And it's not really the players. The players are just... And keep in mind, keep in mind what we talked about a couple weeks ago, the story from the range of the Greenbrier. Right. The red, yellow, the the red, yellow, and the green. And uh, the player was asking the rep about the system. And he goes... And he, and he said, if it's red, they're going to take it. You know, if it's yellow, you know, that means this. And if it's green, and then the player goes, well, what if I have a green driver? And the, and the rep said, well, we'll get you a, a red or yellow one. You're not going to have You're it. not going to have one. <laughs> so Essentially, like you, in the danger zone, allegedly. Well, there's no danger because there's no penalty. But yeah, everybody's over the limit. The, the, there, there's, only, there's only one penalty, Brendan. Is that if you're playing a conforming driver right now, right. you are at a disadvantage compared to the rest of the field. Even if it's two yards, if it is two yards of distance that you gain, that it makes a big difference over the course of a year on the PGA Tour. 
two yards of driving distance. If you're say you're three hundred, if you go to three hundred two, you you jump about thirty five spots in driving distance on the tour. That is significant. These players are so good and they're so talented and they're great the mar- athletes. All this nonsense, like the margins are microscopic. Why can't we just have a bright, solid line of you're either conforming, you're playing within the rules, or you're not? Like this whole tolerance, this wide tolerance zone is really like it just only muddles the issue. And I like again. I don't mean to go to this again. Like there are play- people from other sports who just say this is insane, and to hear the people in golf say, you know, it's, it's negligible. It doesn't matter. It's not a story. It's too hard to tell. Like there's these people from other sports, just like who are outsiders, I guess, with the, with the maybe which is kind of the viewpoint that's needed here, are just sort of like we're not going to let you know whatever baseball bats be. There's a very specific test for baseball bats, or what was the like junior sailing? Like you can't, your boat can't have this, that, and it. like they, they test everything. Fourteen-year-old se- race car, NASCAR drivers. Like at, we're hearing this from like people in other sports. Like this objectively from the outside is crazy. That's and I think that's the thing that gets me the most is that we constantly talk about how small the margins of winning versus fourth are keeping your card versus not keeping your card right and this is a fundamental core competition issue if if players are playing with illegal clubs like we haven't even talked about three woods which from all things i've heard they're probably all hot you know they aren't even being tested where we who knows what types of grooves players are playing like there's there's a real the the fact that Reuters, Reuters, Reuters. <laughs> I, I'm usually the mispronunciation guy. <laughs> I pr- mispronounced that my entire life. Yeah, Reuters, Reuters. The fact that Reuters picked this up shows that like any other echo chamber. Yeah. Like this is not tolerated. Imagine a NASCAR car. Being able to drive one mile an hour faster. Right. Like, people would be outraged about right. it. Didn't right. that happen? Uh, I don't know. I'm not in deep in the NASCAR world. I wish I was, though. Um, I, so just, you- I just am disappointed that we're going to have to rely on leaks to, to hear That's about the other this. Thing. How quick did this come out? And how did it come out? Allegedly, the only people that we're going to know are the player and player and equipment rep and the tester, right? I'll tell you why. It's because the tour is a big gossip, gossip. Uh, you know, like all these guys can't help themselves. But oh, the players, yeah, the players, the, players, yeah. the caddies, the reps. So everybody's guys, talking to everybody. I, but I mean, that's five names. It's not one or two. They got five. It's it's just. I mean, it's that it didn't take long. It was event number three where we got five names out there. Um, I didn't. Where do you think we go from here? What's next? I mean, what is anything going to change? This is just going to be the status quo, and maybe we hear about it, maybe we don't. Tour, yeah, tour, I, tour doesn't want this to be a ta- the focus, right? So, they so want, just start. Because what's the next thing? You're talking about grooves, three woods. They don't want. They want this to be kind of a, a, a playhouse. They don't want this. But the problem is, half their membership, who maybe is is playing by the rules or would ostensibly like to play with everyone on on the same, you know equipment playing field that's the thing because now talent natural talent is being you know mitigated somebody's natural talent who has the conforming equipment is is losing ground to this cheating right is cheating too strong a word no it's (laughs) like you can cheat and not know you're cheating right i think that's the the best hope is that the guys who who are playing by the rules or want to play by the rules who are extremely talented are going to try to keep their organization in check. I don't know. Like, say I just went about and didn't didn't pay taxes and then yeah. said, like, well, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to pay taxes. <laughs> like, I could totally not know, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, just because you don't know your driver's nonconforming doesn't mean it's okay. Right, right. So, and, do you, Go ahead. And like, it's not, it takes two seconds to test one. 
that's the thing. It's not hard to know that your clubs are conforming. And if we don't have a machine that's reliable, get one. Like, this is too important. Like, make the damn machine. Use the machine. It's similar. Like, have it. Like, for God's sakes, we can audit everything. We, we can have oversight and regulations of everything. Make a machine. Find and one. Here, that's here's the other thing. Wouldn't you think that one side of this is machine? would have like a have a there be an incentive for it to be a little off in one direction. Yeah. <laughs> an right? equipment equipment right. manufacturer might have an incentive to have their machine, you know, test CT a little light. Yeah. And like I love oh, the how they keep sh- pointing blame at the tester. Like what is the test the tester has no dog in the fight. Right. Right. Like <laughs> the, uh, the tester's yeah. not trying to pop you. I can't believe the CT machine. Well, the CT machine on the equipment truck is right. Yours is the one that's not calibrated correctly. The CT machine on the equipment truck that's been responsible the whole time of saying whether something's good or not good. Like on the, you know, not this this equipment company, this multi-million dollar equipment company has nothing to gain for his yeah. players hitting it five yards longer than everybody else, or than they should from their driver. Like, there's no advertisement to be had. There's no endorsement. Like, they don't yeah. have millions of drivers to sell. Like, th- there's no incentive. Fin- there's no financial incentive on the equipment side. They, they really are concerned, at the end of the day, with the, with the competition and... And the fairness of it, right? Everybody, yeah, they they don't want, yeah, they just want everybody. They want their drivers to be. That's what they care about most, first and foremost. Um, All right, let's move on. No, where do you think we go from here? Uh, This is a quick. Where do we go? Where do we go from here? Does anything get changed? You think we'll hear about this a lot? You think we're going to get much more, a lot more names consistently, like monthly? It depends if Reuters keeps burying its nose in there. Reuters. Reuters. I think Reuters might get rid of rodents, so they could be burying their nose. You know, it could be a good. But uh, it, it's like what Bryson said about him certifiably not being him looking at data and not being one of the te- <laughs> lowest ten percent. Like Shackelford made a great point. He was like, "Why can't we see this data? If it's yeah. available, why don't?" And this is the the ultimate problem is that there's no transparency. I was listening to Zach Lowe and uh, Kevin Arnovitz on a pod today. Um, yeah, yeah. They were talking about like all these efficiency numbers they can pull, all this data they can pull. Like the, they, He was talking the about... Player movement, like yeah. the, the body movement around a court, he, all this stuff, yeah. He was talking about when what like the statistics of Steph Curry and Dame, uh, uh, Draymond Green were when they were on the court together without Durant and Thompson, like to prove a point. And he just pulled out all these stats. And I thought to myself, wow, it would be nice if the the organization that ran our sport would actually give us information. Right, right. Instead of just trying to bury everything, hide it. They do like the two-minute report where like we've screwed up these calls. These calls were wrong. I think... They have like all sorts of, I don't know what they protect, like officials data. They probably don't want that out there. Like whether they rate an official as like an ABC, but I, yeah, the, the lack of transparency on things is disheartening. I just don't know like what, the, what's going to change here. What is going to change? Are like, well, all of a sudden- well, shouldn't they look at the NBA who's maybe grown in popularity more so than any other sport over the last decade and say, right. maybe we should, we should look at what they're doing. Like they allow their their analysts and their writers to cover the game be- better because they share information rather than withhold. Yeah, controversy's good too. I mean, it's not bad. Like, uh, hey, this guy got popped for a driver that was over the line, but they want to protect their players. They got guys making diss tracks about other players. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they like that. All right. So this, I think, I mean, I don't know. The story is moving on. It's moving forward. I mean, it's just the tour is now involved in some way. I don't know if it has much teeth to it other than public shaming. But I think this is a similar discussion, but different and advanced from what we were talking about in, um, in July around the Open. I, I just think it's going to keep going in this direction. It's a non-story. 
I don't know why we right. just talked about it for t- for 25 minutes. minutes or whatever it is, 20 minutes. All right, should we move on? Should we do uh, a schedule for the week? Sure, let's do that. All right, let's do that. Uh, PJ Tour, Shriners Hospitals for Children open at TPC Summerlin, Las Vegas. Uh, the defending champ is Bryson DeChambeau. Notables in the field, Bryson, Tony Finau, Brooks Kepka, Phil Mickelson is playing again. Matthew Wolf and Akshay Batia is back in. You're missing one huge notable. Oh, he's seven, not even in the field. $7 million purse for an early October event. Coming off of your last Friday profile, we're in Vegas and Pokey. Pokey's not even playing. I know. I got a DM today from somebody who's like, oh, my, my buddy's with Hoagie. And uh, he's not even playing this week. Casino they, Tom. Casino Tom. <laughs> he Pokey. must know he has a problem. Took him out, <laughs> took himself out of the out of the mix. Vegas. Uh, For those that missed last Friday, to, uh, Tom Hoagie, every time he makes a cut, immediately goes to the casino. Allegedly. This is this was pretty well sourced information from his inside circle or somebody who would know his inside circle. That he's a great guy. That you know doesn't have any vices. He's not you know a hard partier, but he just goes to the casino. He made a cut. He's gonna have a paycheck. He's going to the casino Friday night. And here we are in Vegas. No casino. No Tom Hope. No Tom. No casino. Maybe Tom. he only likes kind of like the off-brand ones. You know, like the this grungy ones at some of these. Maybe cuts. tables, tables, Tommy tables. Tommy Tables. I think it's so it is written. So it is done. Let's go with Tommy Tables, I guess. Good one. Uh, all right. So that's that's the PJ tour. You have any thoughts on the field? Anyone jump off the page to you here? Um, yeah, I, I got some thoughts. I got I got, you want your guys that you're gonna have to research? Yeah, let's do that while we're since on we're, since Tuesdays we might start doing an earlier recording. We like our energy level early. Smiley's in the field as a defending champ exception. It's, I hope he plays well. He played well last week in uh, a mini tour thing. Um, I'm got Michael Hopper. I was just looking at that. I don't know who he is. Looks Good like day. an interesting cat. He looks like a guy that might might be at the tables with uh, Tommy. I think that's Dennis Hopper's son. Really? No, I don't know. I have no idea. All right, so Michael Hopper. So Brent is going to research two for Friday, and uh, okay. Michael Hopper. Michael Hopper's right. one, and then we're going to do. Uh, let's see, we're going to do. We're going with. Uh, I I want to know more about. <laughs> Come on! Sorry, I'm I'm going to cut some of this. Oh, come on. Give me uh give me some uh deep dive on uh on Chris Stroud. Oh god. <laughs> what he's like we didn't do him last year? Really? All right, come fine. On. Let's do instead we'll do uh I have an amazing Chris Stroud story that I absolutely cannot tell. I'm sorry. <laughs> How about Transparency is our ethos, but I cannot tell that story. All right, then we'll we'll change it to uh, we'll change it to ooh, the pamp pamp man Rod Pampling. All right, I, I can go with Rod Pamps. He's that was turn- one of our. He's going to champs to early, early flashback Fridays, right? Yeah, he won. Oh, he's here. all pissed off not getting his exemption at Bay Hill. That was one of your best ones. Pamps, free pamp. pamp. He's free going. Pamps. He's going to the. Uh, the anchor tour next year. He is anchors away. All right. Uh, anybody else in the field bother you? Chase Kepka's playing. I, I don't mind Chase Kepka getting fine. in. He's plays on the challenge tour. You know, he's certainly capable. He's a good yeah. player. Uh, I don't mind him getting in. If you want Brooksy, you know, maybe throw a little little sugar, Chase. Um. The boy from Bratislava's making his season debut. Making his return. This is what he talked about to that Slovakian media company. He's like, I don't speak your language, but I will be playing in Las Vegas. Uh, all right. Other events of the week. Events this week. 
European Tour, the Spanish Open, or the Mutua Activos, Mutui Activos Open de Espana. It's at Club de Campo via de, de Madrid. So in Madrid. Can I just call it the Spanish Open? Yeah, I think that's, right. that's a good... How about this purse? Shriners is $7 million. What would you guess this purse is? $4 million. $1.64 million. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? That's, that's, is that smaller than, that's smaller than a Champions Tour? Champions are usually two. What's a web? Web's like 700. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, <laughs> come on. 700 grand. Web, uh, web's so crazy how little they get paid. I think I, this is the perfect example of why the tours need to merge in a way. Why? Why is this the perfect example? Because like, if you took the top players from this Spanish Open and the and put in the top players from the Shriners, we'd have like an unbelievable event this week. So we'd have un- if you took the top, if you took the fields and put them together, we'd have great events every week, and then we'd have like a really good event for young guys to play every week. Right for like, right. and you could make the the purse would be like instead of like the purse would be two three million. Right, right. Here are your notables: Rom, Sergio, RCB, all the Spaniards, Justin Harding, Houghton Lee, Wow, Miguel Angel Jimenez, and Ali. A lot of the ball made the notables in the field. I don't know. We'll see about that. So that's early morning coffee golf Spanish Open, not at Val. The Rama, and one point six four million. God, John Rahm's defending champ. It would be nice to go to Madrid, though. You know, yeah, that'd be sweet. The uh, the thumb, the thumb in his title defense. Oh, somebody was telling me. uh, Oh my God, when I went to the Browns game the other day, I was with my buddy. He was telling me he and all his friends call Freddie Kitchens the thumb. Really? Yeah. Oh my I looked at him. I was like, "You? He's not like a golfer. Has no idea. I probably even have a podcast or follows golf or anything like that." But he's like, "You know, me and my buddies call Freddie the thumb. He's just got no neck. It's really like, it's like, oh, uh, he's very thumb-like." <laughs> so that's John Rob. It's like my buddy. Calls oh my him god, Freddie Slow Cooker. It's like my co-host calls him Freddie Slow Cooker. He's like, he's thumb. It's like, so I guess there's multiple thumbs out there. Scott, yeah. I thought that was fascinating that he's someone fo- else has ever had that thought about another person. Too. He's football's thumb. <laughs> All right. Uh, on the LPGA, continuing. So we have the Shriner Spanish opening. LPGA, back in the States again. Volunteers of America Classic. That is at Old American Golf Club in Frisco, Texas. I think this is the one with that horrible finishing hole remember the playoff no 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 that's that's uh that's kalinas or something it was this event it wasn't this club it wasn't no, this course no, it's a different course almost <laughs> almost Damn positive it. i was fired up to talk about that <laughs> no it wasn't any this research one. it was that was four seasons lost kalinas yeah i think it was so. this event though in the dallas area i think do you remember that Oh yeah. oh yeah, where they kept hitting like it was the worst playoff hole ever, and the playoff would never end. Went like an hour and a half long. So, I'll All I'll right. tell you what the um, what's the event of the week? There there is serious America in this in that title. There's the American Club, yeah, and Volunteers of America. Don't don't mess with Texas. Wow, yeah, a lot of. Event of the week is uh, web.com tour Q school. So we're like halfway through. Half the, half the uh, first stage um, sites are, are going today. So, uh, Tuesday. So we will have a full debriefing on Friday's yeah, episode it, for that. It's hard to keep up with the Q school. You know, they said this that we wouldn't have anything to talk about on this three times a week podcast, but now we can't even. There's too much to talk about. We'll we'll have a full kind of doesn't make sense to do it piecemeal. Let's go into it all at once. Yeah, we'll we'll run down the notables and and kind of stories from each site on uh, 
on probably Friday. All right, so that's the those three events. That's it. I see Euro, PGA, LPGA um, for TV. They're not showing. There's a noticeable lack of like the late night Asian tour stuff or Asia events on Golf Channel. Maybe that's coming in October, November. But that was like a. You remember that where they had like, remember the life preservers they have on the ponds or that one uh, Asian tour event in Korea? I just Dude, love like, the cup. Well, the sound the effects. Oh, yeah. We need to get some of that going again. It's just a lack of that on TV. I mean, the leaderboard um, was incredible um, for last week. Last week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, eh, this wasn't a plan, but a nice little segue to some breaking news today. That the Korean tour money leader, what, how do you think you say his first name? Bio? Bio? Bo? I think Bo. Bo. Bo Kim suspended three years for flipping off the crowd at an event because uh, somebody's <laughs> chortle coming from the other side of the microphone. Um, he flipped off the crowd because someone's shutter noise went off on his downswing, and his instantaneous reaction was to give him the bird. It's pretty um, incredible. That's what he thought about doing. It wasn't like a glare. It was just immediately finger up. Well, this is the thing, like... In the, it is a pretty good reaction. Immediately, is, boom. <laughs> uh, well, this was the thing that the when they had the Presidents Cup there. What was that? Twenty fifteen. They were all worried about it. I think there's a law that you can't silence your phones in Korea. Oh yeah, like, I've, I've heard no of that silent function. Like I don't know why. I, I don't know the reasoning behind it. They don't want people taking. Like sneaky picture. I don't know why you want, why you need sound effects on, but there's there's a rule that you can't silence them. So that was, I remember that was people on the American side was freaking out about that when they went over there. So this is what caused the finger. Now he's out three years allegedly. And they got this press conference where he's on his hands and knees, just kind of just humbling himself to for mercy. And they've got microphones in his face. It's a bizarre story. Um, what do you think he's going to do? What's he going to do? I mean, I would give him an exemption. If I'm all, what, what, what's his nickname now? The finger? I don't know. We got to, I, I got to workshop that. Yeah. We'll have to think. I need to know a little bit more about it. Bring him over to the PGA tour. Give him an exemption. Hey, you know, you he know, won his last start. Taught him out. He won the event when he was flipped him off. Right. Yeah. So one that that event he has two wins this year so i don't know everybody's talking about it. let's uh, let's try to do i don't know something different what would so you like? he it, it looks ahead. like the japan tour the asian tour and the korean tour have a lot of co-sanctioned yeah events do you yeah. think this means he can't play any of them probably yeah i would say that don't you think i i would assume so he played right. on the corn ferry tour uh, in 2018. Yeah. I would think if the Korean tour is... I mean, the guy's won five times. They'll have to bring this down a little bit, right? I mean, they're going to... What would what what would warrant a three-year ban on the PGA tour? I'll what tell you what. Get there. Third <laughs> failed driver's test. <laughs> in my world. Like, honestly, I can't think of, like, them ever having the cojones to ban someone for three years i think um i love the law and order regime over there and that that's kind of intense justice i don't know i don't know what you what you could do what would you three to, year I, mean, I think you'd no. have to be doing like real blatant like foot wedge type cheating what about it what if cars. what if you threw it what if you punched another golfer in the face i thought about that but i don't even think that would be three years like we're looking at Vontaze Perfect. Uh, did he get a year long? Year long for the helmet. Like, some helmet. people are arguing that the like NFLPA should have him banned for life. Like, if you want to protect your members, you should ask them to ban him for life. But I, it's got to be like a, it would have to be like a Jeff Galuli type situation. Like you hired someone to like beat out the guy, beat up the guy on the fifty-four hole lead. You know, take a take a sand wedge to the back of his knee. You hired on, while he's walking back to the hotel on Saturday night. Like, that's what I think would have to. 
I mean, not only would you probably go to jail or something like that, but it would have, I can't think of their circumstances that would cause a three year ban on the PGA tour. Certainly not flipping off. I think it would have to be like, if you punched somebody in the face, you get say say that's six months, right? That's probably a year at the most. <laughs> and then you come back and you punch him in the face again, or something. <laughs> like that's the only way. I mean, what if you were using like no think no? About it. Sabatini yelled at a thirteen-year-old volunteer and <laughs> got nothing. Stuff. Yeah, got nothing. They paint them all as choir boys. It's ridiculous. Uh, you maybe like what if you were knowingly using like super hot equipment like, i don't you know. well i think it's very clear that that is not but I, I a mean, suspendable like, offense beyond hot this like, is what the crazy thing is you can be you knowingly using hot equipment yeah and you get no penalty i don't think it's po- i actually don't think it's possible to get a three-year su- suspension on the pga tour <laughs> that might be right all right is that Other a good news? thing that it's not possible or this yeah. the Korean tour. No, that is not possible for a player to do something that would warrant a three year suspension. I mean, three years is just almost like a lifetime, right? Does that mean that there's no checks and balances in a way? It's probably, you probably collect, you know, they probably collect major medical the whole time too. They just generously hand that out. You're suspended, but here's, you know. By the way, I heard major medical might be 10K. Have not verified with a second okay. source, but per month. instead of uh, instead of three hundred thousand, it's a measly one hundred twenty-five or one hundred twenty. <laughs> uh, all right, other news. Uh, this is a weird one. JP Fitzgerald and Rory. We don't need to talk. About I don't get this where this came from. That much. Why are we talking about JP? I don't know. He said he he's never talked to Rory since he let him go. I don't have much comment that. I just thought that was weird that they haven't talked once. I mean, split. when was yeah. the last time you talked to your ex-girlfriend before your wife? Oh, come on. That's <laughs> not analogous at all. It, it's just, I'm just it's, pointing out that like when you end a relationship, that, did, they, did JP and Rory talk a lot before they, were, they had the player-caddy relationship? Like that's what I would ask. Was was it? Were they f- really good friends before? Yeah. If they weren't, then I don't think it's that weird. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I just thought it was a weird story. I mean, it's only talked. a matter of time before. I guess Yuri, he's been off. Rory, he's been off tour though. Rory might do this to the Euro tour shortly. <laughs> Same thing. Ghost him for America. <laughs> All right, anything else? You want to cover this U.S. Open story, this Rota thing? Yeah, that's kind of a cool story. All right, so John uh, Feinstein at a long article, obviously talked with Mike Davis of the USGA and uh, Golf Digest. And um, it's just kind of going on in on, like, is there a Rota? Will there ever be a Rota? Uh, and, and Davis made it clear, like, kind of what's we understood to be the case. You know, we have a core four is what they're calling it, Pebble. Pinehurst, Oakmont, Shinnecock. Do you think a five would be fabulous five? I'm not into these (laughs) nickname games Um, or or these, you know, brand games. Um, So Wingfoot could be that depending on how it goes this year. It's like things have just changed since 2006. We want to make sure it's all good traffic and, you know, the club wants us. We want the club, all that stuff. So it could be five, but Pebble, Pinehurst, Oakmont, Shinnecock, those, they're going to keep going there in like intervals of you know seven to ten years about that that time, because um, you know Feinstein kind of draws out like there's been rumors that you were like setting up an LLC with like some of these clubs and, and you would have like an official rota, and he's like there there was talk of an LLC you know to buy land so that we could constantly come back, but that never happened. Um, and it doesn't, it sounds like he admits that going to Aaron Hills and Chambers Bay was a mistake. A, I, I can't fully read into it, but like A, it was a mistake to go to two new places within three years. And B, it was a mistake to go to places that hadn't been open that long. Like they were newish, I guess, two new courses. I don't know. But he admits it was a mistake. Have you, uh, have, have we ever heard the, um, 
PGA Tour admit a mistake? The tour? Oh. Uh, I'm sure. That's not being fair. Come on. Right? Or like other organizations in golf? Like, is the USGA actually the best because they will actually say that they made mistakes or that they... yeah, they take the most heat. Davis is good at that. He always says, you know, our bad. We got that one wrong. And all it does seem to do is kind of amp up the criticism. Just bur- bury them further. Yeah, it just makes the knives sharper for looking for the next thing to get them. Um, so what, what, would you, are you okay with this, Rhoda, these four courses? I like it. I, I think that having a Rhoda is a smart thing to do. And then Although, mixing yeah, in sorry. other courses. Just to be clear, he like says we don't have a rota. It's like this, like we'll never have like a rota like the RNA, but these are part of our lineup. So I, maybe I'm using the wrong terminology here. I think that it's glaring in the sense that there's no Midwest stop. I was wondering about that, and it in in terms it that that sucks. I think one of the things it it's going to be. Hills? I think it'll be Oakland Hills when it's done. Okay. Is my guess. That play that that's a that's a U.S. Open course for sure. Where would it be in, um, like Chicago, Illinois, Wisconsin? Where no, no golf course deserves it here. That can host it. That's big enough and capable. No golf, no golf course in Chicago deserves the U.S. Open. What about Ohio? Um, none. Maybe Inverness? No, no. Um, Inverness could Inverness could do it. Inverness, I I don't. I don't know. I think Inverness could do it. So, so I mean, that's the Midwest. What is, it's Oakland Hills, and it's Oakland Hills. Oakland not, Hills is the Midwest venue. Okay. Those All greens, right. they have like everything you want. They got great greens, tons of space. They got, uh, and they're going to have a, it's great land too. So, and they have a lot of history. So it'll be probably Oakland Hills. I can't think of any other one that would even. Sniff it like when you're look when you're stacking it up against these other venue. Uh, like I just don't yeah. think Inverness isn't in the same. Inverness is a great place to have a U.S. Open, but not a Rota course. Right, 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 right. Like I would love to see a U.S. Open at Inverness, but not every ten years. Right. Okay. So mix it in every mm-hmm. now and then. Um, are and there then, any other you'd permanently put on a rota? I mean, you would put Oakland Hills on a rota. Yeah, it, I mean, it would be cool. I think if you, we could get another West Coast one, would be neat too. So, I mean, LACC is having a, an event there in twenty twenty three. You know how he talks so much about the logistics and how these courses yeah. are easy yeah. for him. Yeah. That yeah. is going to be a shit show. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just right there in the middle. There's one of, way in, and it's yeah. on like one of the busiest roads in LA. Yeah, and it's not a highway. Like, there's, it's just going to be a, an absolute disaster from well, a logistics standpoint. He admitted that Shinnecock was a disaster. It was pretty funny. He's like, but once you're there, it's just so good. So we don't care. I mean, he's <laughs> that that could be the case for LA. Is that like once right. you're there? Granted, it might take you three hours to get in. Right. Right. You're going to have a great time. He concedes the logistics at Shinnecock Hills, the traffic that plagued the 2018 event aren't perfect. But the golf course is such a wonderful test. We think it's worth that inconvenience. We know it's tough getting there, very tough getting and leaving there. But once you're there, it's spectacular. So It'll no. take you six hours to, to <laughs> and from, but your Just four hours there are going to be so <laughs> magical. Deal with it. It's like, uh-huh. think about like how, 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 how a golf course you could drive three hours to. And in ba- and, and six hour driving, and that's yeah. Shinnecock. Like, and you spend four <laughs> hours playing. Like, it'd be a serious golf c- excursion. <laughs> All right, so let's get this. Let's wrap. So you're good with those four: Pebble Pine or Shinnecock. Those should be U.S. Open regulars. Yeah, right? yeah. Is there any? What other West Coast venue were you hinting at? Is there one you'd want? I actually wouldn't good? mind. I I liked uh, Chambers Bay. Okay, well that gets to my other question: Should there truly like a true public be somewhere in here chambers would be good um, is there another I, true public i don't want beth page until something's done to <laughs> well it's a pga course now um i don't know that there's one out there that can have i, I don't want the latest iteration of reese jones tory 
Uh, well, you're getting it. I know I'm getting it. But in two years or whatever. Next year. Next year. It is cool having the public golf courses. There's just not that many options. With the length and the whatever operational space. Now, if you want to talk uh, rolled back ball, <laughs> rolled back equipment, <laughs> we could get we could come to the table with that, you know, and and we might be able to find some more more spots like George Wright in Boston would be pretty cool. Oh, all right. Well, um, maybe we're headed for that. Yeah, definitely right. not Cog Hill. <laughs> you it, you can't go. I mean, you can't go what southwest. You can't go southeast. Can you imagine playing in Arizona in June? So Pinehurst is like absolutely the farthest you can go, and that's mostly like a land issue, like a land that allows them to do that, right? The soil and all the that. sand, yeah. Like congressional is not good in mid June. That's south. Like I don't know Riviera. Looks, yeah, Riviera would be cool. They get out from under the, you know, elevated status. I, what's what's more important if you pulled PGA Tour players elevated <laughs> status or the U.S. Open? <laughs> all right, we're gonna cut it. You gotta go. You gotta yeah. get off the phone. Um, all right, everyone, enjoy your Wednesday. I can't wait to dive into Dennis Hopper's boy for Friday. We'll do a little Q school, some flashback. Uh, enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your Wednesdays, and we'll talk to you on Friday. Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here.